Hey, ladies and gentlemen, every impression we receive from the media suggests there is a ca catastrophe going on in the public schools. We have a sense of wasted energy, wasted money, and wasted opportunity. Intellectual nuttiness and sophistry seem to be at the heart of so many debates and problems. There is a general air of chaos and incoherence. Or is there some hidden logic going on here? And we are missing what's really, really going on. Yes, let's pursue that possibility. A wonderful book came out in 1953 called Quackery in Our Public Schools. A wonderfully shrewd book by a businessman who went to Harvard and then settled down in Boston to raise a family. It was his observation that people running education were making hand over fist. It was his observation that people running education were making money hand over fist. You know, within reason. Now how is this possible? Because you had all these smart professors running the system and they were paid to keep the system functioning successfully. The professors taught all the courses, conducted all the seminars on weekends and PD classes during the week. That's professional development. You think of all these dreamy socialists and communists, but what they really are is shrewd, shrewd business people. They have figured out how to make a dollar for every lie they tell. All right, that's one way of looking at the money and organizational side of things, all worked out to make the biggest buck with all the real activity and purposes well hidden. Now let's consider the world of parasites. One of the most grisly images in nature is a wasp methodically injecting eggs into a big, soft, helpless caterpillar. Wasp larvae will eventually eat the drugged caterpillar from the inside, and a new generation of wasps will emerge from dying caterpillars. Extreme parasites have the ability to change fundamentally the host behavior. For example, the host may be paralyzed, disorganized, or acting in ways that directly benefit the parasite. Researchers call this bizarre phenomenon mind control or brainwashing. Some life cycles are particularly convoluted, bizarre, and disturbing. And there's an exact parallel with our school system. Parents in American K-12 often see that their children are unhappy and not learning much but parents for the most part tolerate this abuse. Why? Teachers accept danger, disrespect, and the constant prospect of burnout. The autonomous activity that teachers traditionally engaged in is effectively prohibited. Why do they accept this? For all of these questions, one obvious answer is parasitic mind control. John Dewey and his true believers wanted to use the school system for social engineering. They had to rewire, intellectually speaking, the system so it would pursue new goals in new ways. Dewey's plot has been successful. We can all now see how abjectly the parents, teachers, and community leaders accept this fate. The mind control has been going on for a long time. People know better than to expect too much from their education establishment. Sure, if they want a real education for their kids, they have to send them to a private school. 
or they have to hire tutors all, all along the way or homeschool them. So nobody's happy there. The education officials, on the other hand, are doing quite well. Remediation and assessments are whole new industries. The more damaged students that a school turns out, the more Title I money the government sends. There are so many productive ways to spend this money. What about a three-day conference on deeper learnings and 21st century education? These presentations will put victims into an even deeper trance. Students need to be active enough to carry books from class to class. That's all. They go home and come back the next day. Not much else. Surrender is easy. The host should feel, as Pink Floyd said, comfortably numb. Now the bottom line or the closing remark here is that nothing that's happening in the schools is random or insignificant. It's a closed, perfected system much more than you think. It's like looking at a bordello in Chicago in the 1920s. The whiskey is snuck in one door. Nobody knows where it comes from. The girls sh show up in another door and have a different set of alibis. And the risk rich customers are coming in their taxi cabs. And the whole system is organized so there's nothing random, nothing not making money, and that's the way it is throughout the whole school system. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, 
runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.